This is Glenn Crooks on frame. Maxime Cheneau, the longest-serving member of defending MLS Cup champions New York City FC, suffered a potential career-ending injury less than two months ago that could have changed his life forever. The initial report from the doctor was 50-50. He would permanently lose sight in his left eye. Maxime speaks in detail about his emotions during the recovery, which led to his start in the U.S. Open Cup victory over Rochester on Wednesday, May the 11th, scoring the decisive goal with his head. Maxime also talks about his career with New York City, winning the MLS Cup, and how as a younger player he probably would have been ejected in those waning moments at Portland. Also, the partnership at the back with Alexander Collins, despite not speaking very much off the field or on the field over 100 matches together that's how they spoke Maxime professes his strong faith and wants to play until he's 38 years old with youth coaching then on his radar here now my sit down with 32 year old Luxembourg defender Maxime Cheneau all right Maxime very nice to see you it, it, it has been a long time a long time in that you are the longest serving player currently on the roster. So th there's, a, there's a number of things about that. And I think the, th the first thing I think of is that it's probably two ways. The club really respects and uh, cherishes that you're here, but you probably have to feel somewhat similar. Is that about right? Yes, I think you're right. It's about the, the both way, you know. Uh, I believe the club is happy about what I try to uh, to bring to this football club since uh, since 2016, and uh, obviously I'm very happy to be to be a player, be part of this uh, organization uh, who gave me so much since uh, my arrival in US. So yeah, probably I think, I mean as a player, it's very uh, um, it's very nice to know the club uh, keep going to uh, follow you and. Uh, uh, support you since uh, such a long time it means I'm doing a good work and that's uh, that means a lot to me you don't seem like a, a player or a person that ever has self-doubt but anywhere along the way I mean there were different periods maybe where you played more than other times did you ever have any doubts or did you always feel like you were going to be able to uh, win back the, those sorts of things the ability to maybe play more on a consistent basis as long as I remember, I had the chance to play almost every game at the club. So it wasn't even a question about this. But yeah, it's part of a football journey. Sometimes uh, uh, you play a lot. Sometimes you don't play as much as you want. Um, but I always trust in my, uh, my capacity, in my ability. And I think I've shown in, during my time in, uh, in this club that every time I step on the pitch, I was... Uh, I was uh, I mean, I gave everything and I could help this team to, to achieve... Uh, uh, the objective and especially by winning the MLS Cup last year, you know, reaching a MLS playoff every season since I'm there, uh, winning the most regular season, I think, since uh, since I'm, I'm there uh, regarding the rest of the teams in MLS. So, yes, it's... Uh, so it's no, no coincidence. You uh, were here for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, as a player, that's why you, that's why you, get, yeah. uh, you get signed by the club, you know. So if I have to look back, uh, I'm not. I'm still younger. I still want. I still want to win more, 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 and more games and more trophy. Uh, but yes, what I did at this club, uh, I'm, I'm proud about what I did at this club. And uh, but it's very important for me also to notice that uh, I'm not done yet. You know, 
I'm still hunger. I still want to win more games, more trophy, uh, play more games, and and I hope that's why I, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to achieve for the for for the rest of the season. If I could ask you about MLS Cup, because I was fascinated by this, because sometimes players can get distracted by referee decisions. And uh, you felt you were fouled near the end of the match, which was the equalizer for Portland, and then good things happened in penalties. But I, I recall just how angry you were being at the game, but then you got yourself back to a level mental state because you played sensationally in the uh, added time. So uh, is that sort of experience? Because I, I, honestly, on the broadcast, we, we saw your reaction. It was like, ooh, Maxime's got to get him back back in gear he's gonna have to go back on the pitch yes it's, it's a little bit linked about your first question also i believe uh is what the club is looking from me about uh, uh taking care of the rest of the player uh just try to stay focused and and try to uh to win that mls cup after we concede the goal i was absolutely mad uh back in the days i know if i want to if if this kind of thing happened when i was younger for sure i would I would lead something crazy, but my experience uh, by playing more than 400 games in a, in a professional football uh, games um, told me to to stay calm. And obviously, because I know my teammates wise uh, needed me, and I was very concerned about the decision from the referee because I I was pretty sure and I knew that it was uh, clearly a fault on me. And the funniest thing is, the player who, who made a fault on me is a friend of mine, uh, Laris, and he. He assumed at the end of the game it was a fault, but uh, yeah, I, f I think at this time it was very unfair regarding the playoff we made, the game we made in Portland. I believe we should deserve to to won that game in a in a, in the first ninety minutes. And uh, knowing like we played away the equalers at the ninety fourth minute, I knew it was going to be tough. But this is the beauty of football: the fact like we've been strong all together uh, during the next thirty minutes. Um, and the fact like we won the game in a in a in a picky shot was yeah something very emotional for me, and um, probably one of the best uh, memory in my football life. Well, that's the other thing that I recall visually is how excited you were after each penalty conversion by your teammates. In fact, I think you were cautioned because you were running to the penalty spot to give him a hug or something. You were close anyway. You were uh, you were definitely excited. This is who I am. This is who I am. I'm, uh, I'm very emotional uh, on the pitch and outside the pitch. Obviously, by getting older, I'm getting better on this. That uh, part of my character gave me so much trouble when I was younger. But yes, uh, being in a situation with uh, all my teammates with this club, uh, this club where I've, I've been living like hop and dance uh, with bunch of players we've been there together for such a long time uh, being in this situation yeah as I said is I was so much like uh, I have so much patience pa patient patient yeah yeah, um, yeah. yeah patience and uh, yeah that's how I need to uh, that's how I react because this is why I am I cannot <laughs> I cannot lie to myself and yeah I was very happy to be in this situation very happy to be part of this uh, this game and uh, with all of my teammates was something very special for me. One of your teammates, Alexander Collins, I mean, it's uh, been said multiple times over the years that you two have been together at the back that you might be the be best tandem, the best duo of center backs in the league. C 
Can you just uh, describe how that relationship is built? A, a Peruvian, uh, a French Luxembourg player who maybe don't necessarily speak the same language, and uh, but somehow you do on the soccer pitch for sure. Yeah, that's an interesting question. Uh, I do believe we, we are the best uh, or one of the best tandem in MLS since uh, 2016. And I think uh, the result and the, the goals we concede and the game we won together show it. Um, that's that's a funny relationship because we don't speak so much to each other outside on the pitch, but credit to the club who I think find the perfect uh, players, perfect qualities who can match together. As I say, Kainz is a little like bit more complimentary. Like, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. what I try to mean. Kainz is a little bit someone who uh, is a player who is going more forward than me, but I get his back. I, I cover a lot of his back. Um, I think the both quality we had together uh, allowed us to. Uh, yeah, to be strong at the back together. So I have not too much to say about Alex because, as I say, we don't speak too much, but I have so much love by playing with him. Uh, I felt so much uh, confidence when he's next to me and uh, I have so much fun. And uh, it took time. And that's why sometimes, especially sometimes some fans doesn't understand, like creating and building a relationship and chemistry together, uh, it takes time. It took time. And that's exactly what happened uh, with uh, Kayens and me. I think year after year, we're getting better. And I think sure. the playoff last year just show how strong and how, uh, yeah, just how we understand each other very well, show it by, uh, by winning the cup. And how do you communicate? So if you're not communicating verbally, can you describe how that's developed, that relationship as far as uh, you know, how you do communicate on the field? And that's also a funny question because I think the first two years we have, we must speak to each other on a pitch. I try to speak a little bit of Spanish. She tried to speak a little bit on English and we understand each other like that. You know, like football language is pretty simple, you know, but now we don't even need to speak on a pitch. Yeah. I exactly know what yeah. he's going to do. And I know is exactly know what I'm going to do, how I'm going to defend, how I'm going to step in with the ball, whatever. So the last five games I played with him, and even during the playoff, I don't even remember sp speaking with him because I just knew exactly, you know, we play 150 games together. So in football, it's always the same kind of action every game, you know. So I exactly know where he's going to, when he's going to step in, how he's going to defend on a striker, how he's going to be on a crosses or whatever. So we don't speak together. Uh, I, I might surprise you, but we don't need to speak together. And... Uh, I think it works like that, you know? No, it has worked, yeah. no question. And I think, sorry, just to finish, yeah. when you when you arrive at this time of relationship together, it means, okay, you just find a per perfect uh, uh, duo. No question yeah. about it. Maxime Chanot, New York City FC defender with us. Well, let's get to the present. Uh, U.S. Open Cup on a Wednesday night uh, at Belson Stadium. Uh, in, uh, in Queens, and uh, about six weeks ago, you sustained an injury which, uh, well, at the time, based on what you were told, and I'd like you to maybe describe that, you might have thought that this might be threatening my career. It was, it was that bad. It was on international duty with Luxembourg. Can you explain what happened? Because I don't think anybody or many people have seen it, and then what the result of it was. Yes. Yeah, so... I just received, as you said, in national team uh, uh, duty when we play against Bosnia, away in Bosnia. Um, after 10 minutes during the game, I just get an elbow in my high, on my high. And uh, right away, I lost my vision. 
So I already get many knock on my life and sometimes you just get like, how you say, like blurry. Uh, but that was a little bit different. I was like proper blind right away. So so I went to hospital uh, and uh, feedback from the exams was very bad. Uh, technically, the doctor from, uh, from Bosnia just told me I have like 50% of chance to lose my vision uh, permanently. Uh, so they proposed me to to get a surgery there back in uh, in Bosnia, but uh, yeah, that's something I I shouldn't consider, you know. Uh, so I have to stay. I was stuck in Bosnia for a few days because I couldn't fly back to Luxembourg because of the pressure of the plane. And so yeah, it's been tough. I've been blind for almost two weeks. Couldn't see anything from my left eye. Uh, obviously, thinking about football wasn't even like a priority in this case. I was just thinking about having a normal life. So yeah, it's been it's been tough. It's been very tough. Um, so what was it? Did you wake up one morning and then it was a little better? Or wh at what point did you start thinking, ooh, I'm getting this back? Um, let me think about what happened. Uh, yeah, after, I would say in 10 days, 12 days exactly, so a little bit less than two weeks, I start to see a little bit of light. So that's uh, very good news. Uh, and my faith saved me. My faith saved me and, yeah, uh, I... You know how I'm a, I'm a big follower of Jesus. I always uh, stay calm in a in a storm because I know I know Jesus will be there for me, and that's exactly what happened. So yeah, after two weeks, I start to see lights, and every day I start to feel a little bit better uh, until I would say last week, where I start to see like almost like ninety percent um, of my vision. So it's been tough. As I said, we're not talking about uh, uh, a muscle injury or a right broken bones, whatever, like, you know, it's going to be three weeks, six weeks or whatever, but just the doctor just told me, we don't know. Now we just have to see how your body will react and your high will react. So that I think is the funniest, the, the scariest thing, you know, you just wake up every morning and say, okay, what's going to happen now? And yeah, thanks to God. Uh, thanks to, uh, to Jesus who, who gave me the chance to, to, to get my vision back and to be back on the pitch with this team and playing soccer is what I love the most in my life. Uh, with my family, obviously, and my faith, so I was very happy to uh, to be back uh, at uh, on the starting lineup yesterday and scoring a goal with your head. So uh, let's go back to before the uh, Toronto match. Uh, I saw you on the field, so we chatted a little bit, and you said some of these things. But you also talked about the mask uh, that you have to wear, which you're obviously that's something you've got to get used to. So. Uh, how is that feeling? Uh, the one thing I thought of, and we might have even discussed it, is, well, one of your strengths, if I, if I had to think of one quality that really stands out to me in watching you over the years, it's you're great in the air, your air game. And last night, no problem. You uh, cleared a corner. You came in and just thunderously cleared a corner. I don't know if you've headed anything like that since you put this mask on. And then you got the goal later in the match. So tell me about that. Yes, nothing. I mean, nothing much to say about this. I, I, at some point, uh, if I started the game, is because I was feeling 100% to play. So it's not even a question if I could or not hit the ball. Um, I scored the goal thanks to God. I think it was a good sign uh, uh, from Jesus to 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 let know everybody I'm back. I'm back in a game. Uh, Your reaction was interesting. You were fired up. But you took the mask off and you whipped uh, it to the ground. Was that a statement that I can play with this thing? Yes, I think is uh, it was all my frustration about what happened the last six weeks who just uh, yeah uh, left my body at this time. You know, uh, 
I just want to see uh, if the thing channel was over. Uh, I wouldn't bet on it. You know, I'm just back. Uh, I'm just back in a game, and you can trust on me. And I will be back in this team, and I'm gonna help this team to to reach another championship. And this mask, you also said to me that you may have to wear it the remainder of your career. Is that a doctor order? And is that true? Is that is that the way you know it? Uh, to mean, be yeah it's a doctor order and i think now i've also to protect my health uh, as i repeat again myself one time but it's not a broken bones or uh, like a muscle injury where you can heal uh, vision and i experience it so i can tell you it's something you will need i will need for the rest of my life so uh, i have to protect myself by wearing this mask and uh, yeah obviously I show yesterday I can play with this mask without any issue, so it won't be a trouble to wear it again for the rest of my this season and my career. You think of things very clearly and your faith that you've mentioned, but do you have a greater appreciation of things, maybe your vision, you know, recognizing that, uh, you know, sometimes we don't contemplate people that can't see or can't hear or have some sort of disability. Did it kind of bring that to mind a little bit? What do you mean, like, if I get scared to... Uh... Well, d sometimes, uh, for me, if uh, something happens to someone in my life, uh, and I might have a greater appreciation for the fact that I can get up in the morning and, and walk down the hall, you know? Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, I think you don't uh, understand how lucky we are until you get injured or you get sick. And what happened... Uh, by losing my vision make me appreciate uh, how lucky we are to wake up every morning with a good health and with two eyes. Uh, and yes, I think uh, this experience make my faith even stronger um, and really make me understand how lucky and how yeah, how proud I am to play for this club and being a football player, you know. Uh, I, it give me a... It give me a it gives me strength to give even more than 100% for this club and uh, yeah, for every fan who's coming and show up every game at the stadium. I just want to, I'm just, I know I'm so lucky. I'm so lucky. Uh, yeah, I mean, this experience makes me think, don't complain, Maxime, and just enjoy the moment. And I asked you about coaching someday uh, recently, and I think you thought, I meant that, well, your playing days are coming to a close, Maxime, so I'm wondering if I, no, I'm not thinking, but I'm looking to the future a little bit, because I know you've occasionally either been on the sideline or observed the New York City FC2 team, um, so is is that something that you do have an interest in as when the time comes to, to move into the coaching realm, and will you be helping with New York City 2 at all? If you ask me what would be my perfect plan for the future, is to play until 38 years old at this club and get a retirement in this club and start working with the kids in NYCFC. Of course, that would be my my dream. Uh, 38 years dream old, so you're 32 now. Another six years. Six I years? So I heard David Lee would gladly sign you to a six-year deal right now. I hope so. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm like a good wine. I'm getting better and better after every year. But, um, yeah, obviously that's uh, something always been part of me is to, uh, to share, share my experience, uh, share my legacy, especially what I learned uh, during my, uh, my career in, uh, in Europe and uh, in MLS. I believe you have a, a rights and you have a task 
as a man and obviously as a football player is to share what you learn. And um, I want to share what I learned during my career with the young lads. That's something for me very important. That's part of me. So yeah, that uh, would be uh, my next objective once my career is over, is to obviously yeah share my experience with the with the young team in a youth team in a, in a NYCFC. And that obviously uh, encountered uh, a number of a number of uh, players in different positions. But if if you had to give one piece of advice as we close uh, to a center back. A 14-year-old center back that's playing in the academy, who has that, who has that goal to some way make, someday make it uh, with the senior team. What would it be? I will give him a lot of a lot of advice, but the main advice I will give it to him it's uh, to never give up. Because I think at some point. What is the difference between people who is successful or not? And I think it's also, I will come after a little bit about this, but yeah, is to, uh, to never give up uh, because everybody fail. But the main difference between people who success or not is people who just gave up and who people who keep going to work hard. And that's exactly what happened with this team when we lost five times in the playoff, but nobody gave up. I didn't give up. Kainz didn't give up, Maximo Morales, Sean Johnson, uh, the front office who keep going to trust in us. And uh, yeah, that's my biggest advice I would give to the young lad right now. Even if you're going to face challenges, even if you're going to face uh, tough times, everybody faced, even the best players, even Cristiano Ronaldo and Messi. So it's part of your football journey. So don't give up and keep going to work hard. 50 caps for Luxembourg and a 16-year professional career, the last seven with New York City FC, Maxime Cheneau. This is Glenn Crooks on Frame.